Can I have a really funny story? Can I tell you a funny yeah, story? Go for it. So I signed up for a Zoom and I typed really quickly hall, but it auto-corrected to y'all. <laughs> for all of quarantine, it said Liz y'all. I'm like, oh my God. Because I didn't notice. They're like, who? I love that. Now I want to introduce <laughs> you as Liz y'all. <laughs> hey y'all, today's guest is Liz y'all. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> really American. Alrighty, Liz Hall. <laughs> okay. I'll count us in three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. So I am so excited to introduce today's guest. Her energy is just so electric, guys. Like this episode is going to be such a fun one. I can already tell. So welcome to Liz Hall. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Emily. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you here. So before we dive into our conversation today, what I would absolutely love is if you could just introduce yourself to our listeners, tell them a bit about you, let them get to know who Liz Hall is. Yeah, thanks again so much for having me. Uh, I'm Liz Hall and I empower people to take control of their health after my personal 100 pound weight loss journey, uh, all natural and I'm a personal trainer, I'm a certified yoga teacher, and I own a company that sets up personal training all online through my app to help people have guidance and support at an affordable rate, which is exactly what I needed before I set on my journey. So I really created, I really, it, it's from pain to purpose is what I created. And it, it's what I eat, breathe, sleep. <laughs> so I feel like I'm kind of boring because it's like, what do you, what do you, you know, what do you do for fun? It's like, well, work and CrossFit, <laughs> you know, just everything of that. But that's me in a nutshell. And that's who I serve. But I love that because you found your passion and you've turned your passion into your purpose. And, and if that's what brings you happiness and working hard on that is that then good for you. I mean, I totally resonate with that with my podcast and my business and everything. Like, I find that in my spare time, I want to be doing more stuff for it. So it's it's really great to hear that you've been being able to become connected with your passions as well and create you know business for yourself around that. So that is incredible. But what is even more incredible is the fact that you've lost a hundred pounds, a hundred pounds. So I don't know how much that converts to in kilos because in Australia we do kilos, but a hundred pounds is absolutely incredible. So tell me more about this journey, like. What was it that really like shifted in you that made you realize, hang on, I need to, I need to do something about my health. And what made you take that massive action? Yeah. I love what you do in all your podcasts and what you stand for, which is empowerment and self-confidence and self-love. I got tired of my own, sh- <laughs> I don't know if you're editing curse words, but I got tired of being overweight. I got tired of feeling how I was feeling. I was depressed. I was hopeless. I was at that point confused because I'm like, how are there so many avenues out here to lose weight? 
And yet nothing really sticks with me. And what I realized it was all mindset. And so my company really focuses on mind body where I get in touch with, okay, what are you thinking? So my first step for me was what is the story that's running me right now to have me at over 300 pounds that I, and I, at one point I stopped keeping track and, and apologies because I didn't think about the kilo conversion. <laughs> um, so mindset is so critical. And so I'm like, okay, I'm tired of living like this. I'm tired of, I have to be in control of this. You know, for a while I blame my mom, you know, the whole victim story of like, well, I was a kid. I didn't know any better, but then I'm like, okay, no, I'm an adult. So that's not going to fly anymore. I have to take control of this. So what I, I started with was not eating until three o'clock in the afternoon to prove to myself I wouldn't die if I didn't have, you know, at that point breakfast and lunch. So I really altered how I looked at food and the consumption of food. And then I started to work out at the gym. The physical aspect for me was never challenging. I, I'm a physical person, so I love working out. It really was a lot of mindset. And actually, uh, I, I keep, it's an ongoing journey that I, I make up that this is probably forever long um, for me to stay in touch with it. Cause there's so many layers of healing. It's like an onion, right? And so as I keep going on the journey, I find a new layer of like, oh, got it. Okay. There's another roadblock for me. And, and that's what I work with clients on of, okay, what are the stories that you're telling yourself about yourself? What are the words that you're saying about yourself? So at that point I was like, I'm always going to be fat, you know, um, worthless. Nobody's going to like me. It really heavy pun intended feelings and, and thoughts about myself that are all negative. It was keeping me trapped in that. And so mm -hmm. I had to change and be like, no, I can do this. I got this. Mm -hmm. And it, it really was, it's not easy, but it is simple. If that makes sense. Like it's not easy to work, but it is simple in theory of what makes it work and stick. Mm, completely, completely. And I love what you said about um, you had to ask yourself first, well, why am I like this? Why am I doing this to myself and to my health and everything? And you had to accept the blame because that's something that so many people struggle to do because it's easy to just project and be like, no, they're to blame for why I feel this way or why I act that way or why I react that way or why I don't do this or why I do this. But it's the hardest thing to do is to accept the blame yourself. But that's the first step you have to actually take if you're going to actually start making any change for yourself. So it's really great that you mentioned that. And, and forgive, like, okay, and forgive it. Like, okay, I yeah. carried all these stories with me. Okay, cool. Like, leave that. Like, I'm over yeah. it now. You know, you get to a point, you really, I feel that any point of transformation comes when you're tired of hearing those same whiny, victim-y stories. And you're like, okay, I got this. Like, enough. Mm. You take, have to hit bottom. I, I do feel this. Yeah. And exactly that. Exactly that. Accept the blame, then forgive yourself for it and start taking actions to change that. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and I did a quick little Google, by the way, while you were chatting then. Oh. And <laughs> oh. I was like, I was like, I've got to get this conversion so we can like paint the picture for our <laughs> listeners right now. So Beautiful. losing 100 pounds is the equivalent to losing my body weight. So you lost my wow. entire body weight and I am, I'm a muscly little kid. I'm short, but I'm muscular. So I weigh about like wow. 47 kilos. So it's somewhere between 45 to 50 kilos that you dropped. So you were carrying me around on your back and you dropped all that. So I hope that's clear for the listeners now. <laughs> 
that's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you. I should like use that in my marketing. I'm like, I yeah. love <laughs> Literally. Um, and, and you know, it, the weight, the physical weight is one thing, the emotional weight that I was able mm. to release through healing. And, and it was this progress of healing and, and seeing again, what kept me at that weight, what was the story I was making up about being overweight? It kept me safe. Right. And so healing that part, I, I can't say enough about that because that transformation, it, it's one thing to lose weight. That's great. Um, until I'm, I'm loving myself and accepting myself at that weight, it wouldn't have mattered how much I lost. If, if that makes any sense, like un, yeah. until I was accepting of myself as is, then I could go on to change it and, mm. and be healthy about it. So completely. And, and on that note, like, I want to hear more about this psychological transformation that you had to go on, you know, on your weight loss journey, like all of it, tell me all of it from the mindset, like in terms of um, just being able to develop the the drive and the discipline to take the action. But then, yeah, like you were saying, how did you deal with that emotional side of thing? Tell us all about the sort of shifts that you really had to make within yourself. At that point of, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a change. There was an Andy Warhol quote, something along the lines of, and I don't want to completely slaughter it, but people won't change a minute before they're ready. And when they're ready, you can't stop them. And that was that point that I decided, okay, something's got to give and I'm in control. I'm a big believer in massive action. I'm a big believer in mindset. I'm a big believer. And I just had this conversation with a client today about identity. If my identity rests on, I'm always losing weight. I always have to lose weight. Then I'm going to create a situation constantly that requires me to lose weight, which means I'm overweight all the time. Right? Mm-hmm. So if I identify then with, I'm at my leanest, then I act out of a certain place that would not have me need to lose weight. It, it, and I, and I posted something today of, instead of saying, fake it till you make it. I love this. It was from uh, life goals magazine or something like that of instead of faking it till you make it be it until you see it. Mm. I'm such a believer in manifesting and, and mindset that that is really what happened um, in my journey that really started my journey of like, okay, no, I'm not the fat girl. I'm, I'm, I'm getting this done. I'm healthy. Um, so, and, and, and I practice what I preach to where I literally had gone through a little identity shakeup where I'm like, okay, wait, there, there's something that has to be addressed here. Okay. And, it, and a lot of forgiveness, I cannot speak enough about forgiveness of self because it's so crazy. Like if, if you were like, you know, I, I cheated on a meal. I'm like, that's cool. Like you're human. That's okay. I would give you so much love. And then if I do it, I'm like, I'm such a piece of crap. I'm never going to get my goal. I I'm always feeling it's insane what we can choose to talk to ourselves like. Uh, and so that's such a big, big part of what I do and what I, what I teach. And I do practice what I preach. I, I do. I, I step into that journey with my clients and I'm still forever on the journey. Mm-hmm. And see, that is incredible to hear. I'm so glad to hear that you are practicing what you're preaching because at the end of the day, it's one thing to tell someone to do something, but if you're not doing it yourself, there's really no conviction in what you're telling them to do at the end of the day. So you need, you do need to be following through with your word. But I love both of those quotes that you shared with us. The people won't change until, you know, the last minute that they are ready to. Um, and then the one about 
be it until you see it. I think that one's definitely my favorite because like you said, it's all about like stepping into embodying that energy or that person that you want to become. Like that is what manifestation is. It's, it's aligning yourself. Yeah. Aligning yourself with the goal that you want to achieve. So I think that is epic that you did that on your weight loss journey as well. Thank you. And I don't know if you've heard this be, do, have. Mm. See it now instead of the reverse. Most people live out of when I have it, then I'll do it, then I'll be it. When Mm. I have a million dollars, then I'll do better with finances and I'll have the person of my dream. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. That's not how, that's not how energy works. That's not how any of this works. So be it. So if, if I'm a person at my leanest weight, I'm going to do things a lot differently. If I'm, if I'm convinced right now in this moment that I am the leanest I will ever be or the leanest I can be, then I don't reach for, you know, a sandwich or a cocktail, you know, right. So then I, so then I'm doing what I'm being Mm. and then I'll have the results. It's a matter of time. I mean, I, I remember, okay. So for instance, and talk about emotional weight. I probably sound so woo-woo when I talk about that, except I know what it's like. I mean, I've lived this. So it doesn't make sense for me to go through some sort of transformational weekend with Tony Robbins and lose 2.3 pounds in a night. That doesn't make sense when I'm eating, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so when we let go of that baggage, when we let go of all that judgment, we're able to release a lot more than just physical weight. We are leave, leaving that baggage out and physical weight goes with it. it, it it's amazing. I could talk for days. For weeks. <laughs> I love that. You're amazing. I, you're so amazing and so in tuned and aligned. Uh, and just in general on mindset is that's my thing. <laughs> I love it. Well, we've got so much more to chat about anyway, but I love what you were saying just then, because I think it's so important that people stop waiting until they are, say, you know, say you want to be a millionaire, stop waiting until you are a millionaire to start acting like one, embody the energy of that person now. And then that future you is going to come to you so much quicker than it would otherwise. And I did an episode sort of discussing this thing the other day, uh, the other week as well, because I was in a bit of a rut and I'm like, you know what, if I want to be hitting certain goals, then I need to start waking up as though I've already hit them. I need to start dressing as though I've already hit them and carrying myself as though I have. So like, that's so powerful that you mentioned that too. And who are you around? You know, if we become the average of the five people and the, the five people I'm around are complaining, there's no way I'm going to be rising higher on. And I'm an energetic believer. I believe that we are all energy. It's, it's physics. This is not a debate. I mean, you're, right. So it, on that, who am I surrounding myself by? And, and I want to be raising, I, I want to be the stupidest person in the room and I want to be the most ambitious and less the least successful. Right. Mm. So that way I always have something to chase. I, I think it's so important. It's, it's critical. Literally. And it's, it's funny. This is like, not even like, in the concept of mindset right now, this is like a real life example of my little brother and he plays basketball and he has this goal to become an NBL player, which is like the NBA, but for Australia. And he's only 16 at the moment. And so he's playing in like rep sports and all of that. And he was like, okay, well, we can either play in this lower division and absolutely dominate it and like come out at the top of the season, or our team can play a division higher 
and be challenged. And even if we lose the season, we're going to be outperforming what we would otherwise. And that's going to be the biggest growth experience. So I thought that was pretty cool that my 16-year-old brother recognized the advantages of throwing yourself in the deep end and running with people who are above your league rather than being the best in the lower league or like so or be the best out of like, you know, people who aren't chasing the same sort of goals as you. Mm. Ego would be like, no, stay, stay in the lower, stay, stay down. Stay, mm-hmm. You don't, you don't know what's going on up there. You know, you, but the reality is, is we're not the people that can capture our dreams today. We're not there. Right. But stepping into that, that's beautiful. That's beautiful yeah. that to be so young and be so mindful to see raise your standards, change your life. Mm. Right. So by him making that decision, he was raising his standards, man, I'm going to probably see a lot more failure, but the lessons between that there and failure, people have this negative connotation about failure. It, it, it just, it just is <laughs> right. It didn't work out. Cool. It doesn't have to be, it didn't work out. And I'm a piece of crap. It didn't work out. And so I'm going to shift to something else, right? It, it's, it's such a journey. You know, so many of us are just, we're, and I use this constantly, we're all just walking each other home. You yeah. know, nobody's got, nobody's got the answers. <laughs> I think we're piecemealing everything, you know, and, and sharing, sharing if I got it, you got it. I love that. But yeah, it's like a shark will only grow as big as it is its environment is so like you know if you're on this health journey or if you're on this business journey and you're playing small you're surrounding yourself by small people and you're not stepping outside of comfort then you know you can only go so far so it's definitely great that you brought up that point because I think there's a lot of people that might need to hear that particularly I know a lot of people that follow me have a lot of fitness goals as well so it's really good to hear that in context of that and not just business So what I wanted to ask you next, though, is what sort of advice do you have for anyone that is kind of on their own weight loss journey of their own right now? Because I know that particularly with my audience, you know, I've got people ranging from, you know, uh, early teens to, you know, middle age and beyond. So I've got people from all walks of life who are all on their own journeys. And I think it's so important that, you know, we can we can really hear how to go about our weight loss or our fitness or our health journeys in a good and healthy, sustainable way? I think the best piece of advice I can give is don't look left or right, meaning don't look to somebody else's journey. Uh, There's a a poem, it's called the Desiderata, and it was left in a church. It's still kind of controversial as to who wrote it. But at one point it says, don't compare yourself to others or you'll become vain or bitter. And when I say don't look left or right, that's what I mean. Don't, don't look at somebody else that has the same amount of weight and see what they're doing. Because the reality with us is there have been experiences to lead up to every individual's weight into the physical body. I brought on a trauma therapist onto my staff because a lot of people have psychological blocks from trauma for instance, somebody may have been raped at a at their lowest weight. And so they're scared to get down to a lower weight because they associate, right? Now, this is on a subconscious level. So it's not like they're going to a gym and recognizing that. They're, they're simply not. So my, my best advice is don't compare. Get clear on exactly what you want and why. Make sure it's an internal motivation as far as why you want to do it, because if it's you, your 
boyfriend's telling you, you need to lose weight. And so you're, you're trying to lose weight. What, what happens when your boyfriend gets, you know, is, is a jerk. Then all of a sudden you'd be like, well, he's a jerk. And I was just doing this for him. It has to come internally. That's a big thing. So anchor in your why, uh, why you want it, why it's important to you. Uh, and you can start on the healing journey. We're very gentle. When we introduce, we call it the mind prop. We're very gentle in getting familiar with the things that we say on a, on a normal basis. So if you have something that you've been hanging out with since childhood, you say it up to a thousand times a day, consciously and subconsciously to yourself. That's a lot of, you know, I'm not enough or I'm fat or I'm ugly. That's a lot of times throughout the day that we find evidence for that. So be gentle in maybe a discovery is what I'll say of what are conversations that you say to yourself just getting clear, just being in discovery of it is starting to break a pattern to where you're not like locked into this is the truth, right? It's real for you. It's real. If I have a, if I have a story of I'm not enough from a childhood thing, it's very real for me. And it's not the truth. It's very real for me to believe this about myself, but it's not the truth. And so being in discovery and this is for like massive weight loss, right? So like people that are, are dressing obese, if you're looking for five or 10 pounds or 20 pounds, know that that is sometimes the hardest. <laughs> so I, my heart really goes out to those people. Cause it's like, why can't I just lose this? Um, still keep the blinders on. Don't look left or right and do what's best for your body and ask yourself what I, I love to be in questions. Is there any healing that needs to take place for me to get to this goal? I, I love silence. I love conversations with, I believe in the divine. I'm, I'm very faithful. And so I just ask, what do I need to know? What's blocking me? And just, and see what happens. Yeah, my, my morning routine is very sacred. Um, and that's when I get a lot of answers. And, and I ask, but I have to ask, <laughs> right? And we have that, that was so much. That was a lot. So I, I didn't mean to overwhelm. Uh, and I hope I didn't. The biggest advice is, is don't look left or right. Uh, forgive yourself and, and check in with your why and, and check in on, on conversations you're having. Because it's, it's if you wouldn't say it to your child, please don't say it to yourself. <laughs> mm, no, I think that was awesome. Everything you just shared then. And we will come back to your morning routine as well. That's something I'm going to ask you about shortly now that you've mentioned it. But I think you're so right in saying, you know, don't look left and right because comparison is the thief of joy at the end of the day. And you can't be comparing yourself to someone else's journey because you're not on the same journeys, you're on your own journey, you know? And so you have to be focused on you and where you're going. You can be inspired and motivated by other people who are on their own journeys too, but don't let where they are like impact your mindset about where you are now because your time is coming. And I'm all about divine timing too. Like everyone who listens to this podcast, I am slowly converting them to all believe into the universe. <laughs> I second it. I <laughs> Good. We're very aligned. I knew we were aligned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we're, we're all into that here. We're all into that here. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's so important that you stay focused on your journey because where you're going is like, you know, you need to stay focused on your path. Everything's happening in the right timing. Stop comparing to those around you because all that's going to do is bring on that negative mindset, bring on that negative self-talk. And if you're 
being disempowering in the way that you're talking to yourself, then you're going to be changing your entire attitude towards your journey. You're going to be taking away the joy, taking away the fun, the excitement, the motivation, the drive that you have to go after your goals. So switch your own language to be more empowering. And like you said, just be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. It's crazy what we say to ourselves. It's like a gang fight sometimes in my head. And and so I have to just stop and breathe. I mean, what's going to get you results quicker? I'm a piece of crap or I can do this. Like just the energy. So I, I tell my clients this quite a bit too. And this is a trick that I use as well. If there's something, something in a workout that I don't want to do, right. And I'm like feeling really tired and just kind of over it. All I do and I look like a crazy person and I don't care. I start shaking my head. Yes. And I just keep shaking my head. Yes. Because what that does is it changes the psychology of what I'm doing. My body doesn't know the difference. My body's like, I'll do whatever my mind says. So when my mind shift starts to change to yes, yes. Yeah, right. It's a matter of time before my body's like, all right, cool. That she's saying yes. Mm. So I'll do that. It's such a solid trick. Um, yes, yes. And, and that, <laughs> no matter where you're at, because I, I really, the majority of people I make up don't need to lose a, a, a person in weight. And there, there might be something to be grateful for. A lot of people got through the pandemic by eating, by comfort eating. Uh, Gabby Bernstein is phenomenal. Do you know about Gabby Bernstein? No. Enlighten me. I'm totally going to enlighten you. She's a beautiful teacher. Uh, She talks a lot about this, of thinking that habit that has led you to maybe something you don't necessarily desire, uh, thanking it because it got you through, maybe that was how you survived a trauma. You know, we all went through this collective trauma with the pandemic. If you're an energetic being, if you're in tune, you felt things that were not even about you, you felt the collective. And so it's such a, a beautiful way to say like, what a next level forgiveness is to be in gratitude for it. So like, thank you, wait for keeping me protected and keeping me sane in, in a, in a trunk. Right. And so it's a different way, but it's so much gentler and it's, it's so much lighter and a better feel than, God, I can't believe I gained 20 pounds. Like that's so nasty. That's so, Mm. right. I'm all, I'm like, let's feel good. Like while we're here, why aren't we feeling the very best we can? Mm shift your perspective and, and don't be hard on yourself. Just be grateful for where you are now and acknowledge, okay, this is where I am. That's where I want to be. How can I get myself there in a very positive and empowered way? Without the stories. I'm yeah. here today. This is where I want to be. This is my plan. Yep. Exactly. Now, that. Today, I'm a crap. This is where I want to be. I'm so far. Blah, 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 right. This is it without the emotions. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. And also I love the whole head nodding trick for the um, getting yourself through your gym sessions. I'm going to start trying that because what I do at the moment is when I'm like doing a really heavy set and I've got to do like quite a bit more, I'll stand there and I've got my headphones on blasting music, but I'll literally start talking out loud. So people probably think I'm nuts because I'm like, just do it, Emily. You can do it. Just 10 more reps. Come on. This is your last one. Just do it. I'm like hyping myself up. And then I can just feel people's eyes looking at me like, is she talking to someone? Is she a bit crazy? But I'm just going to start head nodding and see how that goes for me. doesn't matter. You do what gets you to lift. I do CrossFit. So it's very mental, right? Mm. There are 
physical challenges that turn into mental challenges. And if I don't have some way to get through it, I'm not going to get through it. Mm. So you do what I don't care what anybody says about me. If that's what is getting me through it, that's what I'm doing. Exactly that. I love it. They're just judging themselves because they're not, maybe they're, they're, I think we'd be surprised at people that judge us because they either want to be like us or they don't think that they can be. Mm. It's one of two things. So they're either inspired and, or they don't believe in themselves. And so you get a little Mm. bit of that going on, but don't do you, do you, I, I will always believe in that. Mm. I, I was uh, thinking about this the other day, actually, and generally judgments that people press on you are just their own projections of their own insecurities or what they're unhappy about within themselves. So anyways, so that's off topic because there was something else I was going to ask you, but I know that that was about to go into another whole conversation. <laughs> so we'll probably just, yeah, so we'll probably just have to have like another episode to talk about that sort of topic. But <laughs> what I wanted to ask you was you are like the self proclaimed happiest person on earth and you know you mentioned that it was because that you do believe so much and live so much through gratitude so tell me a bit about that tell me a bit about what is the importance of living in gratitude and how do you practice it I just got goosebumps um I literally practice it every day where I go through what I'm grateful for there is so much no matter what's happening no matter what is happening there is always good to be found. It doesn't matter how horrible a person is. There is always good to be found. And I live gratitude. And I know that that's why I keep getting more and more. I I believe uh, it's appreciation. If we don't appreciate what we have, why would the universe keep giving us stuff? Right. And I joked, okay, so yesterday I, I wanted to manifest a really romantic date. This is so funny. Always speak in absolutes and certainty. So I, I go into my bathroom. I'm like, I want, I want a romantic date, but I didn't specify with who or anything. So a few hours later, <laughs> I got a text from a guy that I saw fireworks with five years ago. Okay. And I'm like, shoot, I really should have been more specific. Had I not bit, but, but received, right. That was a gift for me. It was very clear that I hadn't talked to that guy in years. I said very deliberately what I wanted if I weren't appreciative of the fact that he reached out to me, whether or not I was interested, the universe would be like, wow. So I send you exactly what you say. It's not our fault. It's not my fault. You were specific. I, I don't, why would I, I'm going to go give it to somebody that, that is appreciative that, right. And it's like, if I were to send you a gift and you just don't say anything, I'd be like, wow, I don't really feel not that I'm doing it for a thank you, but I think kind of common courtesy is, is gratitude, right? Mm. Even if you throw it away, it's like, thanks for thinking of me. I'm going to go throw it out now. I, I feel that the universe works in the same way. Again, not that I'm grateful to receive anything. I just know how it works. Mm. There is so much to be grateful for always, always in every single second, there's something to, and I don't care. So I, I taught senior yoga. That was kind of my, my give back. And we would do a minute of gratitude. And the, the whole practice was for one minute, I set a timer. Think of everything that you're grateful for non-repeating. A, it lifts your vibration. You can't be thinking about things that you're mad at when you're only focusing on things that you're grateful for. It can't exist. It, it doesn't coexist, right? Fear and love can't coexist. Gratitude and anything else, it, everything else seems to fall away. 
I, a woman was depressed and suicidal and came out of that after a few sessions of just practicing gratitude. So it, it does save lives. I, I can't speak enough on gratitude. It is, it is the way to live for sure. See, I love that. And I love what you said at the start as well as if you can't appreciate what you have now, then how can you be open to receiving more? And that's something that I've really learned myself like the past month is because, you know, I'm only very new to the business world and, and obviously diving into my own adventures. And my first month was so incredible and like was beyond what I could have expected it to be. But then I forgot to just like pause and be grateful for what I have gained and where I am. But instead I became too fixated on getting to that next checkpoint, getting to the next milestone that I wasn't being grateful. And then I was like wondering, well, why aren't I receiving more? Like, why isn't this progressing forward? And then it came to me through like a lot of self-reflection. I was like, hang on. Emily, you know how important gratitude is. You know how important it is to be grateful for what you have in order to receive more, but yet you're not practicing it. Check yourself, girl, and fix this. You know, so There's, it really is true. Mm. It, it is. It, it just is. It, it grounds you in in what matters, right? Mm. And also, I learned this new trick, and, and I'm going to share it with you, a future gratitude. Mm. So start being grateful for things that aren't here yet so that you can be of that, of that frequency to receive it. Right. Mm. So like it would require you to visualize is what it does. It requires you to visualize what you're thankful for. And there's a really big power in your imagination and visualization, right. To make it come forth. And so that practice, I really love. And I had just learned that from somebody I had done a media course, probably, I don't know, a few months ago. And, and she had said that I thought that was so cool. Yeah, Future completely. Practice. I, I completely agree with that future gratitude. It's about projecting yourself into visualizing, okay, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to have and aligning yourself both in thought and in feeling like embodying the feeling of having that, you know, which is manifestation. You yes. must feel it as if it's being it. You must mm-hmm. feel it as if it's already here. Now what happens a lot of times you're going to start to see, Oh, I didn't really want that because when you feel it, it's like, ah, I don't need it anymore. But some of it's like, okay, no, I really want it. Like a man, mm. okay, sorry. Like I, you know, <laughs> there, there's something about that. Um, yeah, that's everything. That's mm. everything. Feeling it is if it's already here now. What do you feel like? How do you dress? You're already so ahead of it. You, you know, when, you, when you're like, okay, how do I dress as somebody that's the next level? Who am mm. I surrounding myself? Who am I talking to? You know, and, and it, it just, it, it raises everything. Everything raises and Therefore, you'll receive everything at that next level. You know what's crazy is the amount of interviews I've done for the podcast so far this year and through all the people I've spoken to, I've spoken to business coaches, health coaches, like people on their own health journey like yourself, um, money mindset coaches. Everyone has come back to this same concept of if you want something, if you want a booming business, a thriving health like or relationship or um, financial status, whatever it is you want, you just have to align yourself with that feeling and with that future thought and as if you have it now. So guys, clearly this is some important and legitimate stuff if everyone in whatever walk of life, whatever niche they are from, are using, like sharing this knowledge with us. So really start applying that. I think that's so important. Because don't we hear that too? Like why, why are high achievers high achievers? It, it, because if, if you see them and you know that they're not necessarily smarter or more talented, 
and not even necessarily more hardworking. There's got to be something in the mindset that has them achieve at a high level, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it's this, it is, I, I feel an identity stepping into an identity that you don't know, that you have no, but you can feel it. Yeah. Mm, completely. <laughs> right? Model success. People are successful. Yeah. And the funny thing about successful people is they're all doing the same things. It all comes back down to the way they care for their mindsets, the way they talk to themselves, the routines that they have, which is what I want to ask you next. I've just remembered your morning routine, but yeah, it's all about modeling success and looking at the clues that success around you is leaving, no matter what sort of like success you're trying to strive for. But on that note, Tell me, Liz, what is your morning routine? How does it like completely shape your day? Tell me all about it. I love my morning routine. It's sacred. So I am a sun worshiper. So I watch sunrise every morning. Me too. Literally me too. I will wake up at 4.30 in the morning just to see the sunrise. (laughs) You're awesome. I love it. Uh, And I manifested living on the beach, by the way, by feeling as if it's already here. So really, Mm -hmm. if you ever do a podcast on that, we can get down on that. I, as soon as I get out of bed, I don't do anything. I jump out of bed and I do a little workout. So I do 50 pushups, 50 lunges and a hundred dead bugs, which is a core exercise. That's to wake me up. (laughs) I have to do it. I have to do it right away or or I get lazy about it. So right when I wake up, I'll, I make tea. I don't drink coffee. I drink 20 to 40 ounces of water, room temperature, critical. It wakes up my brain. So there's a method to all of this madness. I wake up my physical body. I go and hydrate my physical body. And then I journal three pages. I always do this when I write. Um, I have usually a five minute visualization of just expansion. I I think of expansion. Um, And then if I need to be in question, if I'm going through something, I just, I give myself silence and ask the question and, and am open to receiving it and, and knowing it may come throughout the day, but I ask it out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's what I do. I used to take cold showers. Listen, at the end of the day, I live in South Florida and it's warm. So they never really get that cold anyways. So I, I just gave up. I'm like, it's not, <laughs> it's not helping my lymph system that much. So I'm going to just nix it. Cause now I'm just angry about it. <laughs> Uh, but that's my morning routine. Journaling every single morning is critical for me. It allows me to start the flow. Um, it, it allows me to check in with how I'm feeling, what I'm, what I'm up to creating. Um, very intentional for my day. Uh, I do the high performance planner. So, so I'll do my free flow journal and then I do my high performance journal, which just checks in. Like what are the top three things? And it just, it, it's killer actually, because it's very intentional, but it's very simple um, not overwhelming. So that's my morning routine. I, I work love out. that. Yeah. After a few hours, I don't, I don't, go, I don't work that long until I'm <laughs> I think that's awesome. There's so many things in that routine that I'm definitely going to start applying. And when you mentioned before, um, that you focus on expansion, is that focusing on like really expanding your mindset to project into like, you know, where are you going? What is it you want to achieve sort of thing? Have you ever heard of Tony Robbins? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he talks about incantations. It's almost like an incantation. So I'm always expanding in love, success, and abundance. I'm always expanding, and I and I see it right. So like, what would on a visual level, what would expanding in love feel like? Mm-hmm. And and it allows me throughout the day. That's why I'd like to do it early. 
it allows me to do things out of love, right? Because, because if we want to attract something, we must be it. I can't be like, I want a really consistent, loving man. And I'm this chaotic, mean woman. That's not going to work, right? Mm-hmm. I have to be what I, I say. So it's that. So I'm expanding in love. I'm expanding in success. So what does that look like? Like what in, in my business is that look like specifically? So I, I always hear, like, I, I kind of like visualize slash hear people being like, oh, I just heard about your corporate program. I'm so excited to bring you on. Right. So I hear that as if I'm getting the phone call and abundance. So what does that look like? Is that financial? Is it flowers, fresh cut flowers, whatever that looks like for that day, but expansion versus contraction, because that Mm. would block receiving. It blocks everything is contraction. Yes. Oh, I love that concept. That's something (laughs) I'm adding to my morning routine is focusing on expansion. And honestly, like you're so right. The sunrise, like the energy from the sun, it just, it hits different. Like I, I literally created an Instagram page purely to post sunrise and sunset photos because I'm that obsessed with it. And I'm trying to just like show people that if you just wake up, go to bed one hour earlier and wake up to watch the sunrise, your entire life is going to change. <laughs> I, it's hard to have a bad day. I'm sure that mm. contributes to my happiness. And I call it my church. Like, you mm. want to see anything closer to God than the sun rising every day. I don't know how you can. And also you must come to Florida because it's the only place you can see the sunrise and sunset in the same day. Wow. That's like, awesome. You have to come here. Yeah. 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 You got when, to do it. When I can travel again, <laughs> but I do have one final question for you today, Liz. So this is the empower with them podcast. So what I would love is I know you've already given us so many empowering pieces of advice, but what is one final piece that you just have to leave our listeners with today? There is nothing (laughs) you can't do so long as you believe in yourself. It may take a little bit of time. It may not look like how it's going to look in your initial thought process. If you want something, check in with your mindset of where you're at today and why you don't have it already and start to get on a mental path and an emotional path and a feeling path to get you to that destination. There is nothing you can't reach there. There is nothing that can't, if you've been exposed to it, it means it's possible for you. If you, if something is calling to you to have to do it, if something sparked in you to do something, there's a reason for that and follow that. That's your intuition. Follow that. I love that. And you know what? It's right because we are the only people that can put a limit on what we make possible with ourselves. We have this unlimited amount of potential within us and you just need to learn how to tap into that. And I think that the biggest thing is if you can think something, then you can align yourself to be able to do that. That is just one possible reality that is waiting for you to claim. And so all you need to do is figure out what shifts you have to make within yourself, whether it's a skill set thing or a psychological thing, and you need to create that shift. So then you can claim that reality for yourself. But honestly, that's the best note to have left this episode on. And honestly, this episode has just been absolute fire. Like this has gone more than twice as long as a guest episode usually goes for, because I've just been loving this conversation and I didn't want to cut it off. I'm like, no, the, our listeners are going to absolutely love this because I've just been, I didn't even like, I wasn't even following all my questions. I was just so feeding off what you were giving me. So thank you so much for such an incredible conversation, Liz. I've absolutely loved having you on the show today. 
Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And I hope I served. <laughs> so that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories, tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all for me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.